episode of Folico Live. My name is Travis Nixon. I am a data scientist here to bring you information from Folico, our AI platform that can analyze all the news, read all the news around the world, and form a view on markets, sectors, and companies from AI. So let's dive right into it. Tyler Tucci is out today. He's out on vacation, so I'm going to cover for him. But we've got some interesting things for you today and a new model that you're going to want to take a look at. First things first, though, a couple victories that I've got to announce. Philip Morris is coming out and, as we predicted earlier this week, is coming out very strong in earnings. Now, I had put big in my portfolio on Philip Morris, and I'm just watching it, watching it come in this morning. So it's been a, a great morning for myself. Uh, we also had a great prediction on Tesla earnings. We predicted that they would have a higher EPS uh, than the market consensus. So we're seeing that popping as well. Uh, so far this week, we're just seeing some fantastic things coming from our earnings, uh, which is why I'm excited to make an announcement to everyone today on what we're doing with our earnings predictions, as well as showing you the breadth and the power of what we're able to bring to bear with some of these predictions. So let's jump right into it. We've got some really interesting things to look at in terms of sector views today. So I'm going to start sharing my screen and bring that up. Okay. So first, a little view on how I like to do my uh, market mornings. So I'm going to pop this screen up here. So here's a view of the Folico homepage for today. Uh, and where I love to go is Folico, one of the most powerful things I find in Folico and my favorite corner on the home screen is actually the sector corner right down here in the bottom right hand corner. Uh, and here you get a view. Each of these numbers uh, indicates here's six companies in a buy status for consumer de defensive, 47 in a watch status and three in a sell. And so right off the bat, you get a sense of how well a sector is performing, how many trade ideas you're going to be able to find in each of these sectors. Uh, I know that my face is blocking it right now, but if you look all the way down at the bottom, you see technology. There's 17 buys right now and 185 sells. So technology is not something that Folico is really seeing a lot of strength in right now. But important to note here, we can change the time horizon. So we can look at this over just a very short period, just one day. Are we going to see a likely one-day pop in any of these sectors? And so we see some one-day pop uh, around energy communication services. We can extend this out to four weeks communication services. But one thing I want to point out is we're constantly seeing consumer defensive bubbling up in the top half of this list at the one-week level going all the way to the top. Now, I, I like the one-week predictions quite a bit. I think they're fairly informative. I use it in my portfolio and investment thesis creation a lot. By the way, I do just want to remind everyone, uh, I am not, Folico is not a uh, professional um, financial advisor. Always invest responsibly. Seek help from duly licensed professionals. This is an AI tool to help guide you, to help give market insights, everything like that. So, Quick disclaimer for everybody, but let's dive into consumer defensive. Let's see what it is we've got there. Now, remember, why is consumer defensive called consumer defensive? It is because, A, we split consumer products into two groups, cyclical and defensive. And cyclical, you're going to get a lot of your optional purchases. So really expensive cars, nice sunglasses, Oakley, that kind of brand, uh, all the things that consumers tend to consume a lot of when the economy is doing well, when they have excess cash, 
but not as much of during hard times or during a recession because these are optional products. It's why we call consumer defensive defensive. It's because in these products, these are things that people are going to be buying in the midst of hard times. So actually, uh, this is where in economics, we get the concept of something called an inferior good. It doesn't mean that it's necessarily a bad product, but it means that when someone people have less, they tend to consume more of that good. We saw this really heavily in 2008. Hershey did fantastically well because in the midst of a depression, everyone wants chocolate. It's a great source of cheap calories. Uh, and so that's why Hershey can sometimes be a really good investment while times are getting tough. So in this, we can see right off the bat, uh, our consumer defensive predictions are really strong, especially when you compare that with the rest of the market. So we're seeing in Folico quite a bit of pain continuing for the market as a whole, whereas in consumer defensive, we're actually seeing some nice uplift going forward. And so... On a macro scale, I would say that this is a pretty strong indicator that Folico is seeing recession signs. Now, we have seen the odds of recession coming out of Bloomberg, coming out of these other financial institutions, the odds of recession ticking upwards, right? So I think Bloomberg uh, just about two weeks ago released their estimate of, I think it's 33% uh, chance of a recession happening. Um, I don't know where they're getting that number from exactly. I, if, if you think the chance of a subscription is or of a recession is 33%, I think you've got another thing coming to you. Uh, but Folico is absolutely seeing that um, uh, chance popping upward. All right, real quick, I want to minimize this screen and come back here. Rush to Vish coming out. Uh, congratulations on your 1,000 subscriptions. Uh, thank you. Rush to Vish. Uh, you're, you're constantly with us. Uh, so we appreciate you joining us in the mornings. 1000 subscriptions. When we launched this channel just a few weeks ago, we didn't expect to grow as fast as we have. I think it's a testament to a lot of the great conversations we're having with a lot of you. Thank you so much for coming and making this a special show, a special channel for everyone to come and join and understand the market in a new and unique way. So we're excited to continue bringing you these insights. Join us every morning, Monday through Thursday, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and subscribe to Folico. Support the channel. Um, come in and get these insights and start deriving these same things for yourself because the amount of information that's packed in here is incredible. We're going to take a walkthrough of exactly what kind of things you can expect to see coming out of Folico. All right. So consumer defensive coming out, having some really uh, interesting things popping up here. The next step that I like to do when I'm starting to do this kind of analysis is get an understanding of the individual tickers happening in here, as well as start to take a view of in this sector, what are the health scores? Remember, we produce six health scores for every company on our coverage list every day, and it breaks out a really defined systematic way to understand the performance of a sector or of a company. Now, what we see since April is as opposed to the rest of the market, we're not seeing a lot of really strict downward pressure on these health scores. So here we can break it out to the 10-week level. I love this 10-week view. And actually, since about late May in consumer defensive, you're starting to see an appreciation. It's slight, but look at this. Earnings power 0.2 come down to the end of May. Uh, earnings power minus 0.25. So we're actually seeing an appreciation on a sector level of that earnings power score, which is an unusual thing in this market. Everyone's usually feeling a lot of pain right now as input prices are going up. Uh, the consumer is going to start seeing more pressures on it as inflation is knocking it around. Okay, 
So if we come out to earnings, who are we seeing floating to the top and actually having some really positive earnings scores right now? Philip Morris popping up to the top. Now, Philip Morris, of course. I mean, look at them. Yeah. I just I love to do, do the victory lap because I'm I'm coming in and seeing my my Robinhood account just popping on Philip Morris right now. They're coming out with some great earnings reports. Pre-market they're up 2.64%. Fantastic thing, exactly what we like to see. But coming in here, our earnings power was really strong for them and we saw a great shape coming out of what their earnings power look like, especially in benchmark to their uh, stock price. Look at that. This is what Tyler loves to call the alligator jaws, right? This is where the earnings power is accelerating upwards, while at the same time, the stock price has shot downwards. That's the exact arbitrage opportunity that we like to come in and take advantage of. And that's why our portfolios are, are, are in the green today. You know, the S&P futures are down, last I checked, 0.15%. We're enjoying a 2.5% appreciation on this and the Tesla earnings news. These are things that you can come in and take advantage of. Subscribe here on our channel. Subscribe to Folico today. The link is in the description below. We'll see you there. We're going to have a, a lot of uh, exclusive subscriber-only data, events, answers, uh, questions answered, uh, all these things, building up the community of what we can do with this new data stream that we've built. All right. So coming on over, I want to make an exciting announcement today on what next we're doing with this data. So we have seen in Folico Live over the past few weeks, take a look at our shows, hold us to account. All of our historical predictions on, or all of our predictions historically, because we do have historical predictions, it's a different thing. But historically, you can go back and see exactly what our earnings predictions and calls were for the past few weeks. Uh, we've taken this model and we've supercharged it, right? So I want to show you a little bit about what we're doing now. We've gone from calling out individual tickers to now being able to call out, let me zoom in here so everyone can see exactly what's going on, to now being able to call out, uh, and let's let's just hone in on the data that we want to see, being able to call out every ticker on our whole coverage list. This is over a 1,000 companies on earnings that we're going to be predicting every day. Now, what's interesting about this is as we evolve through the quarter, we start to see these earnings predictions narrow in on exactly where it should be. So, for example, uh, let's say Philip Morris, which we, we have a big win on today. Uh, Philip Morris, we would have had a view on what their earnings today would be three months ago, right? Now, remember, that's a lot of information that, that we're really getting out ahead of our skis a little bit. But as we narrow in on the right answer, for Philip Morris and where their earnings are going over the course of three months, that gets more and more accurate and you're able to more closely define and understand what that prediction is going to land at. So the other really cool thing that this starts to allow you to do, as I've been experimenting with this uh, since the data set was created, was coming in and again, once you get that sector understanding and thesis derived from your Folico platform data, as we just did this morning, Coming in and looking at this, narrowing it in on just the consumer defensive sector. Okay. Now we can also come in and do another level of understanding as we narrow in further to just the industry. Now, what we have here is what their earnings per share was last quarter. Okay. Uh, and then we have here the prediction from the model here in black. Now, of course, 
you're going to have to be a Folico subscriber to get full access to all of these EPS predictions. This is an extremely powerful model. Now, one exciting thing I want to announce is all of our Folico premium subscribers, guess what? You're going to start getting this data sent to you as fast as we can possibly ship it. So this is coming to you. Uh, we estimate sometime next week. Um, it may be earlier the week uh, uh, following. But every morning, you're going to check your inbox uh, for the email that you gave us, and you're going to start getting this data shipped directly to you. You're going to be able to come in and do all this analysis, see all these numbers for yourself. But look at what we have here. So uh, consumer defensive beverages brewers. Let me tell you this. I, let me show you the numbers here. And as I'm clicking on this, it's blacked out here, but you're going to be able to see the actual prediction up here. Minus 15% there for uh, Sam, the Boston Brewery. Um, TAP, which is uh, Moore's, right? Uh, we're seeing a 0.56. Compared to earnings estimates and compared to where they were earnings before, we're seeing beverages brewers really taking a bath um, over the next few weeks. I mean, the last quarter, we're seeing just absolutely terrible things happening for them. Uh, some of these other consumer defensive things, uh, let's go down to uh, Hershey Confectioners. So last EPS 242, we're seeing 219. We are actually seeing a dip in profit for Hershey. Uh, but compared to earnings consensus, this is actually a really punch upward. So Hershey, we're seeing things better than expected from the street. We're going to see those earnings uh, released next week. Tyler and I are going to be back with you on Monday to really go through the numbers and, and hash through what the technicals on the charting looks like, as well as what the model is saying. But right now, the model's really seeing some great things for Hershey. However, I do want to note that as compared to their profitability last quarter, we're seeing a downward angle. So why would we be seeing a downward angle on Hershey? Let's take a deeper look. Again, we can come in to Folico. And, and get that understanding of what's happening in these companies. So we're seeing in the short term, uh, if, if we didn't know about earnings at all. Now, these models right here on this page, it's important for everyone to know. This is assuming we don't yet know what their earnings are going to be. It's earnings agnostic, right? So if you just took the shape of the curve, you just looked at the company and its performance, we would see a dip followed by some midterm strength in Hershey, right? But let's come out to the health factors and get a look at that earnings power. We're starting to see the emergence of what Tyler likes to look at for those jaws. X marks the spot right here on July 16th, where that earnings power is appreciating while that stock price is depreciating, where our earnings model is coming out and seeing some great strength for next week. But I want to show you why would Hershey be actually having a dip in profits as compared to last quarter? Well, one big problem is oil. So oil, the prices have skyrocketed. What does that have to do with Hershey? It turns out one of the substitutes for oil is ethanol. And how do you make ethanol? You make ethanol by pouring a whole bunch of sugar into a tub, doing some scientific mastery and producing it out of that. So all that sugar that's mostly coming out of Brazil uh, is being used in another use case, um, uh, producing ethanol in order to substitute for oil needs. Uh, and that sugar cost is really showing up on Hershey's balance sheet. So that's going to be one of the big headwinds that we've got to look at for Hershey coming into this next cycle. Are they able to offset the cost of sugar? Are they going to start substituting for some other sugar substitutes like uh, corn syrup or something like that? Could that hurt them uh, as, as they try to reduce those costs? We're going to have to see. We'll take another 
uh, deep dive into Hershey, especially next week, earnings coming out. But again, I want to point out, oh, and we do have a question coming in here, AI-powered swing trader. Great observation on Hershey. How does it feel to be ahead of a curve? AI-powered swing trader, you tell me, buddy. This is data and information you're getting ahead of and before anyone else. You're joining us live. So obviously, you care about your portfolio and how you're going to be doing over the coming weeks. Again, I want to point out Hershey, teaser for next week. We are seeing a beat on the street uh, or versus the street. I think that this is a play that's going to carry some strength into it. One thing I want to point out, and so to, to give a deeper view, this household and personal products, ASAI, uh, down the KMB, we're seeing across the board some really big market-beating numbers coming out of the household and personal products tickers. So if you want my personal recommendations for where to focus your portfolio and research over the coming week, it's going to be these nine tickers, COTY, CLX, CL, CHD. I think that we're going to see a lot of great things coming out of these companies. The street is expecting um, everywhere from, I mean, CL in line, right, with with uh, last quarter. Uh, but mostly they're projecting some down quarters, especially as compared to last last time. The one area that I am seeing some weakness on the earnings is actually uh, PG. I believe that's Procter & Gamble. Uh, let me just plug that in and, and make sure. PG, Procter & Gamble. Yep. So we are seeing actually a little bit of weakness here with Procter & Gamble. Next week, we'll be able to come in and give you an appreciation for exactly why that is. Now, we are seeing that reverse X that we that we wouldn't normally like to see leading into earnings. Um, is this going to turn around and be an interesting shorting opportunity? So perhaps we can still see some green by betting against. Maybe so. Tune in later for uh, next week for, for some deeper understanding on this. But again, I really want to reiterate this exciting news. You're going to be able to come in. Get this same sector level understanding of earnings predictions. I think this is going to be a, a powerful thing to take a look at. So uh, ASAI, CHDCL, these are where I'm going to be focusing my attention and energy on and to, uh, doing some deeper dives, seeing if these tickers could be the ones to help uh, my portfolio not just last through the recession, but appreciate and start seeing some positive gains uh, in that. So uh, next week, we'll be joined again with Tyler Tucci. We're going to be going deeper into these, a lot of these technicals uh, analyzed. Tyler brings a lot of that market knowledge with him, so we're excited to see that. For now, thank you for joining me today on Folico Live. Couldn't be more excited to have you with us, and we will see you again next week. Happy trading.